to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic and we pour ourselves a new bottle of wine. Of wine. And this week the topic is new year, new space feng shui and cleansing your home. Yes, cleansing it in metaphorically and physically. Physically. Yes. yes. And we have special guest Ariel Saye who is a feng shui master in training, but we're going to give her an expert stamp of approval. Yeah, she's definitely an expert in comparison to us yes. about feng shui. So we're going to learn about what feng shui is in comparison to most people. Right. Yes. Right. So we're going to learn about what feng shui is, how to clean and cleanse your space for better energy and peace of mind. Yes. We're going to have But a- for my peace of mind, Natalie, what is, uh, what are we drinking? Our wine <laughs> of the day. We are drinking the McBride Sisters Black Girl Magic Riesling. And this I have had before. I have had many a times because it is my all-time favorite. And you know I love a Riesling. You love a Riesling. And you also said it like ruined you. Like after you had it, you just like... It ruined me because (laughs) there's almost no time where I drink a bottle and then I'm like, man, I want more of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't drink a bottle and it takes me like a week to get through a bottle. But I actually continuously repurchase this. Well, off the bat, I love it because it's a twist off. You know we love a twist top. And here we go with the ASMR, you guys. Ooh... So we're going to circle back to this at the end of our episode. and I'm excited to try it. Oh, wait. I did have something to tell you about Rieslings, though. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I I know you love Riesling so much, and I've been like going to the grocery store and getting wine, and I've been wanting to drink whites. Mm-hmm. Why can't I not find Rieslings anywhere? I can't find them at the grocery store. I can't find I, – I cannot find them. Hmm. I don't know. I think because like Chardonnay and Sauvignon Blanc have like – They're everywhere. Yeah. It's infuriating. I know because Rieslings are my favorite. I could not find – I went to two grocery stores. I couldn't find them. Really? Yeah. Mm, you probably got to go to like BevMo. Yeah. Okay. I got to upgrade my life basically. Or you just got to get yourself a case delivered straight to your door like which, I which do. Is, yeah, which is what you do. <laughs> but we'll have a link in the show notes to this bottle if you want to just buy it online because yes. I can't find rings, Rieslings yes. at the grocery store. Yes. Apparently. Hard to find. And this one is – well, you know what? We'll you can review decide for you at the later. end of the episode. Yes, at the end. And, and Ariel's going to be drinking it with us. She has it also. Natalie, can you introduce our guest, Ariel, please? Yes. Ariel, she is a full time freelance creative and talent consultant behind her budding music focused creative agency, Filet Mignon. She's also a really fucking great DJ. Okay. Okay. Recently, though, she shifted to a new adventure and bringing her presence and talents to Adidas as an ambassador. Joining their entertainment and influencer marketing team. And aside from all this, um, she and her dad also um, have created a family business, which they started after the unfortunate and untimely loss of her mom. Um, So they started Moody Maids, which is a residential house cleaning service. I think it's it's so cool that they've done that together. Yeah. And you know, I love working with my dad too. Mm -hmm. And working on the business and its creative branding has brought her a lot of peace of mind in a time of needed focus. Mm -hmm. So 
Ariel is currently though, studying to receive her certification to become a personal organizer, home stager, and feng shui specialist to add an extra je ne, je ne sais quoi to her work, life, skill, balance, and I'm so excited to talk to her about feng shui. It's a new year. I want a new space. New space, new energy, and let's get after it. Okay, so we have Ariel with us, and we're so excited. Cheers from um, across the country. From Brooklyn? Where are you guys, in LA? We're in LA. We're in LA. Cheers. Cheers. And so you are like truly the definition of a serial entrepreneur. You're an art director, a creative consultant, founder of Moody Maids, you're a writer, a DJ, and a feng shui master in training, which is kind of the, the, the basis of our conversation today. And so with all this going on, do you feel like feng shui helps you like balance, like the feng shui in your home, do you feel like it translates to balancing your life and everything you have going on? And your career. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I do like basically, uh, I don't know where to start. Um, <laughs> well, with feng shui, like, well, first to give you a little backstory, um, yeah. when I was living abroad in Europe, I started doing, I started healing and different ways with different modalities. And then I just became like a little bit more closer to my like um, ancestry and the spiritual practices that were working for me basically. And none of them were like traditional medicine. A lot of it was Chinese or like, I don't know, things like Kundalini, stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And so I have over the years become, I would say, I I don't like to use the word superstitious, but I am one of those people who, who, Let's juju like rule my life. We're you know so what I like mean? that. Yes. We are we're up that is up our alley. Yeah. Like you know, you start with the crystals and then you get the incense and then you just get deeper. <laughs> it's one deeper. thing after the other. <laughs> so with feng shui, that is like kind of how I got into feng shui. Besides, for my mom was really into feng shui also. She was an interior decorator, so okay. she was also into juju a lot and like doing different things like that. So I kind of like always heard about it and people. People in our family like we're I'm half black and half Persian my mom was oh black. hey girl I'm half yeah. black <laughs> my family would always make fun of her and be like what are you doing with your feng shui and like you know like asking her questions because she'd always have something new going on and I think that it's when I started healing naturally that I realized like I was more in control of my problems and my flaws and my my setbacks than I thought I was Mm-hmm. Um, and that I had control over them. So I'm a very cluttered person and I love having stuff around. I love seeing my stuff, seeing mm-hmm. my clothes. I love like just visualizing things, colors mm-hmm. and different like textures. So that can create a mess sometimes. And when you're, when you're cluttered like that naturally, you got to like figure out a system or you're going to always be behind. Yes. I feel like that. I totally feel like that. My brain is so like, I have all these things everywhere. And I feel like I can't, my mind can't get straight unless I have some sort of system for all of it. 
which we we've talked about yes. before <laughs> for sure. But okay, so for anyone who might not know what feng shui is, we like to just define yeah, things well, on the basic. podcast. So if someone doesn't know what it is, like how would you explain it? Well, um, feng shui technically is a Chinese geomancy. It's a it's like a pseudoscientific practice that basically harmonizes a person with their space or their environment. Yeah. So basically like you can't thrive in a space that you're not like in chi with and flow with, you know, Uh you just can't, you can't like a lot of us have to be in uncomfortable spaces sometimes, but even if you're in an uncomfortable space, there's ways to make it like your own, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. people can thrive a lot uh, better when things are just like, like meant to flow I guess I don't know if I'm saying it right but it is about creating energy energy harmony between a person and their their space and I feel like that's even more important now since everyone's working from home like we're spending even more time in our space and for me I feel like I've had to invest more in just making my space work for me because Mm -hmm. it's now part of my career I now (laughs) work from my kitchen table which you know I think a lot of people are. Yeah, I yeah I I have an office, but I always end up working on the coffee table on the couch now because like I'm more comfortable there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no. So I think that how did, I'm, I'm going to try to like re re explain how energy works. Mm-hmm. Energy is invisible, obviously, but you can say that energy is like a vibe. Like how we say, oh, I don't like that person. They have bad vibes. Have you ever met someone and you're like, oh, no one will stay with you. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> or you met someone and you're like, I never met this person before, but I just feel like I know them or like they're so amazing. Mm-hmm. Or they have good energy. Um, so we all have our own energy, but space has energy also. And like, for instance, if you had somebody that was like a uh-uh person in your in your space and they had bad energy, that those particles are flowing around feng shui just lends assistance to make your energy and your space positive for you to do what you need to do. I love that. I never thought of it like in those terms. And that makes so much sense. Yeah. What do you do if you have somebody who had like those kind of negative vibes in your space? Like how do you clear that out of your space? Uh, I... I instantly, like, after having anybody over, because it's not just bad vibes. It could be sad vibes. It could be Mm. grief, you know, like, we don't realize that, like, that's something we don't really ever speak about as humans, I think, is that when somebody's going through something like a breakup or they've lost a parent or someone in their family and you are their friend and you have to be around them, you can kind of like a lot of people, like I'm an empath. So Mm -hmm. I'm one of those people who, if like, if I hug you and and you're not feeling good, I'm probably going to take that home with me. Yeah. Which is like mind crazy thing about Mm -hmm. like energy, but um, yeah. So you can clear energy and clear your space. Like sage is like a questionable thing right now because of um, finding out how limited it is, Palo Santo and stuff like that too. So I stopped using those, but they have different purposes. Like sage really clears all the energy. So you're creating from like a new space. Mm -hmm. Uh, Palo Santo and uh, incense clears the bad energy. 
So mm, we right. just go room to room, corner to corner, and just like push it out. Anytime I have someone in my house, that's what I do after they leave. Just like yes, yeah. And that's called smudging, right? Smudging, yes. Exactly. Yeah, smudging. So you like would burn sage, or you were saying Palo Santo. Right now, it is kind of questionable because they're they're endangered or well we're finding out more information that it's like it's so sacred in some cultures that mm-hmm. use those tools you, they want you to use them correctly or they want you to have permission to use them oh okay and so i think that people are being more mindful of how do you say um, cultural appropriation appropriating yeah. <laughs> wellness and ancestry yeah so mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a thing, you know, and as long as we are being mindful, like Chinese, I'm not Chinese, but I go to Chinatown, I go to the feng shui stores, I talk to people, I get my aura read, I know people, and I've worked with healers that are Chinese, so I support healers that are Chinese and doctors that are Chinese, so I feel like I'm being mindful of the practice that way. Yes, yeah, yeah, and so also beyond being you know, very into and becoming a master in feng shui, you also have Moody Maids, which is amazing. It's the company. Well, can you talk about Moody Maids a little bit? Yeah. um, Moody Maids is a residential cleaning company. I started when I moved back to the States after my mom passed away. I wanted to start a family business and obviously it takes a while to build a business to make it profitable it's not at that stage yet I've been in business for like a year and seven months softly just in New York City and Brooklyn Um, but yeah we do residential cleaning we do home organization I offer feng shui on the side even though I'm training I just I don't like charge people for feng shui but I offer consultations and I I also basically input feng shui when I'm doing home organization. Me and my dad work as a team for organizing. My dad is a general contractor of 25 years, so he can build every shelf. He can fix everything. And so, yeah, basically, Moody Mates, it's a cleaning company, but we really wanted to find a way to break the stigma up of a maid being an older woman, mm-hmm. like an older immigrant woman, like I feel that that's offensive that people look down on people for their job, their jobs that they have to work. Yeah. And I think that not many people take a look at who's behind those jobs. Like that woman may have a lot of hard things to come into this country and she is going home after work, after working for you. She's going home to her family and working for them. And I've seen these stories. And so, um, yeah, with Moody Maids, we wanted to make, a new formula for these kind of jobs to basically bring back pride because they are so essential. So we work on a side hustle mentality. Like we have, I have stylists who work for me. I have, I've had models, I've had photographers. They just all want to supplement their income. And so, you know, we're all in it together. It's not our forever job, but I work jobs sometimes too. It's about creating a space that our clients can thrive in after. So by cleaning for them, by clearing the energy, just creating that space. And it's been so much, 
even more important during COVID because you know people are just like they're so excited to have their houses clean at this point. Yes, <laughs> I've been waiting to get my yes. house cleaned. It's so nice, and I think it's so cool that you guys are doing that because you're incorporating, you know, all of these elements of clearing the energy and like cleansing the space, like physically, but also like spiritually. I just think that's such a great idea. And also, I mean, we're firmly in the belief that clear and clean space is a clear and clean mind. Mm-hmm. And as you're saying too, with that's similar with, with feng shui. So I think that's And so I love cool. like that you were saying, I mean, it's kind of, it's not this, but your business model is that it is kind of like the way people use like Rover, like the dog walking app. Like when you want to supplement. Shift. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can kind of do that. Are you guys working? Do you guys have an app? Oh, we don't have an app. It's not something I'm opposed to in the future when we have, we're going to open up a location in Los Angeles and Atlanta. Yeah. Hopefully year. And it's something I would really like to like look towards. Um, but we also want to keep a personal aspect. Mm-hmm. Like I like that my clients know me and they are shocked when I come to their house sometimes. Like they're like, why are we here? And like, sometimes, but we, we text each other. I like that aspect of it. Um, and I like to just like know people's personal needs. So we'll see how we grow, but we are definitely planning for growth. Yeah. That's the plan. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. And well, so when you're, when you're going to people's homes, because you are a feng shui master, do you ever walk in and you like see- You're like, oh, hell no. Yeah, like a chair. I don't know how it really works, but like a chair facing a certain way or like their bed facing the wrong way. And you're like, oh, like I have to not this. <laughs> I'm not going on as many jobs as I used to. I mm-hmm. really go on like our top regulars who like, or like if I need, I need to show somebody how to do something and train them. Um, but I don't really- walk through and do feng shui unless like I'm there for organization. But right. I had a couple organization clients and they were like, yeah, do the feng shui thing. And I, <laughs> and I got to do it and she felt so good after. And it's just nice to have, um, actually one of, one of my clients is a nurse and she was working during COVID in New York, like in the very beginning and I just can't, I can't believe that she, she was going through all that. And uh, yeah, so she was tired working a lot of late hours and stuff, and she just needed a space change. And that it felt really good to be able to do that for her, considering all the work that she had, you know, lended towards the situation here. Yeah. It was scary in the beginning of COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so kind of to to go back on your expertise, even sort of in cleaning, do you have like a cleaning, like a daily cleaning routine where you're like, this helps, that helps you stay clean and organized and also keeps your mind right? I like writing things down. So I always like start my day with like a little list. And if cleaning is part of that, I do that. But I do clean my house like once or twice a week on my own. And I have my little routines and I am a product like obsessor. Like if I find something that works in like a system, I use that system over and over again. <laughs> I love I love when it's time to use my cleaning products. So, what yeah. what cleaning products do you like really love right now? Oh uh, well, I'm I love really, cleaning. Yeah, yeah, Natalie's obsessed. I'm, I'm with like, cleaning. let me listen in. Yeah. <laughs> I love Seventh Generation, and I love, love uh, Myers products. Like too, and yes. I like Method also. 
I'm still like trying to master finding like really, really organic products that actually work, but I feel like those are pretty safe and they work, but it's crazy because I grew up in a home where like bleach and Ajax and like all of those like crazy toxic products were always used. And so it's kind of like, ooh, like you're like, okay, you really want to be mindful. Like the more I learn about products, I'm like, oh gosh, like bleach can stay under your skin for like, till you die, basically. Like if you oh my bleach, god, I didn't yeah, know that. It's like hanging out there, it's it's like that toxic. Yeah, wow. You have to learn about these things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I did not know. I that. need to do some googling I'm after good this about using like green products, but I feel like every like couple of months or like six months, I have to just take the- Hit the Lysol. Yeah. No, absolutely. And then you have to use gloves, like rubber Okay. Gloves. We can do it, but we just yes. have to use gloves. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. We've been using bleach. Um, we've been using bleach since COVID started because we at first people were freaking out about surfaces all the time. Yeah. And, but seventh generation makes a really good- um, 20 second spray disinfectant. Oh, cool. Okay. I'll have to check yeah. that one out. I'll have to check that out. So in terms <laughs> of like feng shui rules, I'm trying to, to make sure that my space is I know. Okay. I'm like, Are, hmm. Is there anything, I know you're just, you're still studying, but is there any like absolute no-no when you're kind of configuring your space that we should be mindful of if you're like moving in and you're just setting up your place? Like, is there one thing that you're learning that is really essential to feng shui? Uh, yeah, I think the top thing I would say is that you can't, a lot of people have mirrors facing them in their bedroom or mirrors in their bedroom. Mirrors in your bedroom is like a no. Like <sighs> mirrors and books, I would say. I have a lot of books in my bedroom. I have a lot of books I, in my bedroom. In my bedroom a lot, but they say that you need to only have the books that you're reading at the moment because if you have like a library in your bedroom, all that information is just like floating around causing you not to have sleep. And mirrors are the same, but in a worse way because you can, mirrors can create nightmares mm. because, well, this is just a little, it's a little crazy, but we basically- love crazy. <laughs> In the Chinese culture, they believe that like your ancestors and spirits are like always helping you on your journey, much like different cultures. Like mm -hmm. I know, I know my culture, Persian and African American, they believe in that too. But when you're sleeping, you're reflecting your self back too. And if you're facing a mirror, so it's just like, it just, it just makes sense to me. Like, have yes. you seen scary movies? Like, you know, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> When you're, when you're sleeping. So I think removing all mirrors. I have like a little tiny little glossier mirror by my bedstand that I put face down if I want to look at myself. But I remove all the mirrors from my bedroom. There's one inside my closet, but I can close the door. But yeah, a lot of people have mirrors in their bedrooms. And I just like, I'm like, get it out. Just get it out. Or Number one. Yeah, don't have it facing you when you're sleeping if you have to have it in your bedroom. This is so funny. This has unlocked a memory. When my mom has always been into into all kinds of stuff. And when I was little, I was having really hard time sleeping 
And I remember she, I had a mirror in my room and she was like, I'm taking this out. And then I could sleep really well. And I always wondered why did I have sleeping issues and I have two mirrors in my room. <gasps> I know. And I have books right next to my, oh my like God. A whole bookshelf next to I my have, bed. I have so many books in my room too. Oh, also technology. Obviously everyone says that take technology out of your room, the computer. I started putting my computer in the living room or in my office when I sleep. My phone is, you know, Oh, I'm still working on it. <laughs> I know. It's so hard because it's also like, it's our alarm clock. Yeah. It's like so many things. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think that music plays a role in kind of energetically clearing a space or is there any role that music plays to the energy balance of your space? Because I play a lot of music and I feel like I am in a good mood because of it. Absolutely. I mean, uh, also, you know, I w- I've been a DJ for- Oh yeah, you're a DJ. Nine, yeah, nine years now. I, that was my first like like real job in the industry. Like how I started was DJing. So I actually had, a, I had like a call earlier with, uh, I have a holistic business coach now. And oh, cool. we, were about, she, we were talking about my career and like how it's like flowed, right? And music has always been like the little basis of that. So I, I definitely think with feng shui, like, well, in meditation, in a lot of healing practices, we use music while we're meditating and stuff like that. But now there's also so many different types of music that actually like balance your chakras and stuff like that, which is another... <laughs> Oh, but, you know, I went to sleep last night with binaural beats playing. <laughs> I want to learn how to produce like a meditation album or something. Please that'd do. So cool. That'd be so cool. But um, yeah, so I do believe that for sure. And I think that obviously, yeah, different. So different tones. I heard trap music, which I really like trap music. I heard trap music encourages your sacral chakra which is like your get money chakra and I was like that makes so much sense oh my god there's like there there are things there's a very big truth to music setting the tone I think and also like I use sound bowls a lot to clear the energy when I'm doing before a meditation like that's another way um that sound sort of lends to clearing the space you're just like a full energy queen. I really love it. So another thing that we have been talking about and we, in our like wrap up to 2020 episode that we did and how to sort of like clear out the bad and bring in the good, we, we thought about plants. And so yeah. are, are, is there like an element of feng shui that like kind of crosses with, with plants? We're, we're kind of new plant people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, oh, me too, we're me new too. to it. Um, yes, plants are amazing because plants are alive and they bring life, a life force into your space, which creates energy and flow and chi. And also plants have benefits as well, like for breathing and stuff like that. But I like snake plants. I like the, I don't know the names of them, but the plants that you can grow from the ceiling with the vines. I just love. Yes, I have one of those. I have one of those too. 
they those are easy to take care of too and they grow pretty fast and money trees as well like it's crazy like i'll tell you the truth like this is like sort of another what do you call it i don't know woo woo airy fairy (laughs) i have like a money tree in my room i have a money tree in my dad's room i have a money tree in the living room and then i had one money tree i'm gonna go get it hold on okay yes Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Because I have, you know, I have a money tree. Really? Joe was like telling me to get a money tree. And I was like, no, I don't want one. I got a money tree, but I feel like it's in the wrong spot. Oh. I need to know what she's going to say. Okay, no, you have to have your money tree on your money spot, which that in feng shui, we have areas that are like, you make a map of your house, basically. And then your feng shui person tells you where your money area is. It's called the bagua. So this is my money tree that is doing well and thriving. It looks very healthy. It's so healthy. (laughs) And this was my Moody Maid's office money tree. This is what it's And we've been really slow because of COVID. And so, like, I really feel like it is kind, but I'm trying to save it, as you can see. I'm trying. Yes. Well, if it doesn't work, I'm going to buy a new one and rededicate it. But as you can see, like, so my personal, my personal income is doing very well right now. But my moody mates and <laughs> <laughs> you see the money tree. If you guys could see it, it is it's yeah, it's, it's wilting. But it's her so personal sad. one looks amazing. <laughs> but you know, like I do believe that it takes time for new businesses to thrive. And I think like setting your culture and setting your bases are is the most important part in the beginning. So I'm like, you know, I'm starting to work on what our next steps are for growth, but COVID has set a lot of things back. <laughs> yes, as for as for, for everybody, yes, so, yes. so many people. Everybody's money tree is like, wah, wah. <laughs> but I'm gonna invest in one yeah. now. But how what do I? Like, not- it's been looking a little thin. Like, like <laughs> How do I know where to put it? I have to do a, a map. A map. First. Yeah, tell us more about this map. So basically, your feng shui person would make a map of your place, and then you have a compass, and you're gonna see like it goes by compass basically. So your money area in your home is the southeast side of your apartment. So you could just go on your iPhone and put your compass. Yeah. In. Okay. And um, I have the money tree, and then I have like other Chinese like. There's like a money frog with a coin in his mouth. I have one of those too. But basically you're supposed to just like give things to that area to make it thrive, I guess, you know? And I think that, so there's also like, there's like a love area. Aren't there like different areas? Yeah, for your, for, so for love, um, some feng shui tips would be your love area is always going to obviously be your bedroom. Um, so they say if you like, I'm single, but I want a husband. Okay. So I'm like, <laughs> don't we all me. <laughs> and I say husband because I want a husband. Okay. Yes. So, um, they basically say to make sure you have everything in pairs and you have like, um, a visual representation of what you want your relationship to look like. So I have like, I bought like about a painting of this artist in the UK who makes beautiful like couple like paintings. And then um, also with pairs, you want your dressers, you want two dressers. Mm -hmm. Like if so, if you have two pillows, you're going to put two pillows on the other side. It's like that. Have you guys read The Secret? Oh, yes. yeah. Um. <laughs> so the lady, they said, clear out your garage so somebody else's car can can be parked there. You know, like that kind of mentality, like prepare space for your spouse. So it's the same, the same kind of idea. It really, yeah. I mean, I think that 
all of these things have some sort of base with Chinese tradition really yeah wow wow that just like blew my mind I know I'm like I'm so excited to go home and start like (laughs) looking at my house Uh, you know the minute I get home I'm gonna like bust out my phone be like where's the southeast corner (laughs) where do I need to put my money tree because he's not in the right spot right now I know that Wow. <laughs> so let's say, do you do like virtual, like consultate? Do you do this? Do you do like virtual consultations with people? Like if we wanted you to be our feng shui lady. Asking for idea. a friend. Asking for a friend, aka us. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, I'm waiting. I have one more year of studying to do before I get, I get licensed and hopefully we'll be able to travel after that because I'd love to go somewhere where this is practiced on a regular basis. Um, but I do do organization for clients right now. And I told you I do the feng shui complimentary, but I mean, I'd be open to doing it. I just feel like we're charging for it when I'm not licensed yet, but right. yeah, after I am, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm, <gonna> do it. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. You'll, uh, you, I will be your first client. Yeah. yeah come to LA and help us and out, help please. Us, help us map. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait till Moody made this in LA. It's going to be awesome. Me too. I uh, Again, I will be your first client. I'll have them. And she puts, you know, I love a eucalyptus. Corinne knows. Yeah. I go to the farmer's market. I get a eucalyptus thing. I put it in my shower. Moody Maids does that. Yeah, wow. Moody does that for you. Yes. They have that's all like, these super cool add-ons. Yeah. That's like yeah. my next we level. Have a lot of- yeah, we have a lot of great add-ons. We do, um, we we can do the eucalyptus for you. We do, it comes complimentary with like a smudging basically at the end of your clean. And then um, we do other things like if we do, we have this package called Roll-Up. It's like toilet paper, paper towels, any sort of like paper products that you need for your house. We bring it over for you so you don't have to go out and restock it every time. And we you also, thought of all I of think, it. Yeah, I mean, there's other things too. I just don't remember on the top. <laughs> well, you've got a lot going on. You do. So. You do. Well, um, if you guys live in New York, New York, anywhere in Manhattan, yeah. Is that Manhattan, uh, Brooklyn, we do New York and Brooklyn, like in in the city, and then Brooklyn. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. if you guys live in New York or Brooklyn, make sure to check out Moody Maids or just hit up Ariel on all the things that she's yes. doing. We'll link it all in the show notes for anyone who's listening. All the ways, all to your find links, you. everything you're doing is so amazing, and we're we're so grateful that you came on the podcast and yes. and schooled us having- in feng shui. Thank you for having me. So- <laughs> You have been. And for drinking with us. Yes. Yeah. 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 We know it's pretty early to be drinking. Yeah. (laughs) And like, I haven't been eating like, you know, like my appetite's been going away during the day. It's weird because I get so busy with work. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I have a banana or a piece of fruit and keep going till dinner. Yes. Yes. I'm a notorious snacker like that. Corinne always is like, what are you eating? I'm just like eating random kiwis. Yeah. She eats like very (laughs) small bits of food at a time and I'm a big eater. So I don't get it. (laughs) But anyway, thank you so much. Thank We're you so, so thankful much for you. And we'll make sure that we can connect everyone to what you're doing. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Awesome. Okay, Natalie, now I need to, we're going home. Yes, we need no, to no, no. immediately. <laughs> Literally 100%. The minute I walk through my door, phone is out. 
Compass is open. Compass is on. Finding that goddamn southeast corner. I never thought I'd use that compass app, but here I am. Here I am. Ready to use it. I'm ready about to, to transform my space. Yes. <laughs> and you know I'm going to go down a YouTube rabbit hole. I'm I'm sure there's a feng shui TikTok. Oh, for sure. I'm going to be all up in it. For sure. <laughs> so we hope you understand more about feng shui. You feel inspired to clean and cleanse your space and feel inspired to also welcome new energy into your life in all different ways. And also maybe to pursue a business that you've been wanting to start because Ariel is really inspiring. She's yes. doing it all, folks. She, if really she can do is. it, we can. Yes, she can. Goddamn. Goddamn. <laughs> so if you have any questions, of course, as always, feel free to DM us at Am I Doing This Right Pod on Instagram or shoot us an email. Am I doing this right? Pod at gmail.com. We've also got a website. Our amazing website. Madeline and I spent so long on that goddamn website. (laughs) Also, I still feel like people might not know that we do 100% of this. Except for editing. Editing, which shout out to our man, Orlando. Orlando, He helps us edit. But everything else is us. (laughs) So don't forget to rate and review our podcast. And please share it with a friend. Yeah. Word of mouth is so helpful. So Natalie, let's circle back on your pride and joy, this black girl magic Riesling. We've been drinking. We drank it with Ariel. We cheersed with her. What are... Actually, let, let's announce who our hottie of the week is so we know what we're rating this wine against. Yes, we are. Our hottie of you the week. You are very passionate about this person. I just feel like he is such a fitting hottie because he's all kinds of like mystical and like cool. Mm -hmm. And also like Ariel's very cool. She's so cool. Like she's so fucking cool. Me and Natalie both dressed cooler for this episode. We walked in wearing this basically the same outfit and we're like, we're both dressed as her, huh? (laughs) (laughs) But our hottie is the one and only Lenny Kravitz. Yes. Yes, it's Lenny Kravitz who is how how should we describe him? He's boho, he's free spirit, he's got good yes, vibes. Very he's, rock and roll. But he's like chill. Very chill. Also, you know, I just recently watched Hunger Games. He's also in that. Lenny Kravitz was in Hunger Games? Oh yeah. He plays her stylist. He styles her as the girl on fire. I thought that was Stanley Tucci. No, he's like the the news commentator. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Lenny yeah. Kravitz was the stylist. He is the stylist in Hunger Games. Wow. He dies, by the way. Oh, Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. R.I.P. Okay, so we're going <laughs> to – what are we going to rate? Because you know – you already know my rating Yours on this. is – for, for you, it's a Lenny Kravitz. I'm at, at Lenny Kravitz. Okay, this so it's a 10 favorite. out of – it is Lenny Kravitz yes. to Lenny Kravitz. I think for me, it is so, so easy to drink. It is so smooth. It's so easy to it's, drink. I, I mean, you could really – I could put a straw on it. And sip on it all night. I'm gonna. I would give it a, a nine and a half. So it's quite basically <gasps> a ten. We're almost gonna give this thing a flipping ten. This here. is a Lenny Kravitz. It's a Lenny Kravitz out of Lenny Kravitz We're, on this. Yeah, Black Girl Magic Riesling McBride Sisters. McBride Sisters. I will be loyal to this for it. There's <laughs> never been a wine that I've loved more. Truly. Wow. So we will link it in Easy. the show notes if you guys want to buy a bottle of this yes, or a case in Natalie's in Natalie's case. <laughs> A case in my case. So this is the part of the episode where we play a little wrap-up game, do decompress, and today we're playing, which I I honestly think is one of my favorites because we can do Instagram polls on it and see how other people feel. You know what? I'm going to just put a pin in this really quick. Remember when we did a poll 
it was our presidential episode, and, <laughs> and you said, I think people like Ross. Yeah. And I said, the polls showed people do not like, I am the only one that thinks Ross is the best friend. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay, my so bad. We'll do I did a poll. We'll do another poll. I thought you kind of copped out on your unpopular opinion, to be honest. And I was like, wow, she went with like such a safe one, and I really bared my soul on that one. No. People get passionate about Ross. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Okay. <laughs> so our new unpopular opinions that we're sharing. Yes. Do you have yours? I have mine. I was driving. Well, okay. I have choose for me. One is an unpopular opinion, and one is just a very bold statement. <laughs> I don't know, Natalie. <laughs> No. Well, let me hear yours first, and then okay, I'll see go. what what goes well. I think an unpopular opinion is also a bold statement. Yeah. So here's true. here's mine, and I feel very passionately about this. I went popped off on my boyfriend the other day about this. I think lunch is the worst meal of the day. Oh, hundred percent. Lunch? No, people love people love. Some people only like lunch. Really? Yeah. First of all, what do you eat for lunch? like sandwiches you can't have too much you can't have too little yeah it's like cold sandwiches i hate salad i've already talked about this yeah. I hate salads that's off the table for me mm-hmm. i'm gluten-free i can't have bread i can't have a sandwich <laughs> what the I, I have soup i can only have you soup. do love a soup for for lunch but it's like then also like do i get a full meal it's like what it, i just i hate lunch if i could skip also, over lunch it's like it takes time you it's like if you it eat takes time slow, out of your day. it's a whole thing i agree I agree on I this unpopular opinion, but I'm curious to, to hear what our listeners we'll, think. We'll do an uh, Instagram poll yeah. today. Is lunch really that? Do you love lunch? Do people people love lunch? Really? Yes. People really lo- I thought it brun- everybody loves brunch. Well, yeah, but it's really just breakfast at one. Yeah. You're just getting With breakfast alcohol. Food. I just think lunch is the worst. I wish Overrated. it was eliminated from my day. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm thinking about today. What am I going to eat? I don't know. Actively angry about it. I'm very it. mad. Anyway, so now do you know what to choose for your yes, unpopular Yes, I do opinion? because okay. one of my unpopular opinions had to do with food. Okay. I don't think bacon is that good. What? Get out of – literally get out of our, our studio. Turkey <laughs> bacon, I like. Canadian bacon, I like. Regular bacon. Also, here's my – you know what? Natalie also you – were, you were vegetarian for like three years. I was vegetarian for 10 years. Okay, go. Right. <laughs> but I just don't like, I don't get it. What about the smell it? of bacon? Do you smell it and you're like, I get it? No. I kind of, I almost don't like it. <sighs> oh. I almost don't like the smell you've of lo- bacon. You've, you've lost a lot of people. I know. I know. Wow. So this wow. was a real unpopular. That's more than my Breaking Bad one. I know. And everybody said that you needed to give it a shot. <laughs> okay. The polls revealed you need to keep watching. The other thing that I don't get about bacon is why is it a personality trait? What are you talking about? Like people honestly think that loving bacon is like, and pizza. I don't get that. Okay. Yeah. I like, will say that. I love pizza. That's one of my Touch my traits. butt and feed me pizza. I've never heard that. Oh, that's like a, I hate. I Touch hate. my butt? Yes. You've never seen that? No. Touch my butt and feed. Uh, like, all I want is a boyfriend that touches my butt and feeds me pizza. That's some weird Gen Z shit. Ugh. I do think loving pizza is part of my personality, and I'm not ashamed of that. But bacon, and then people have, like, shirts with bacon they on They do. It. It's kind of like avocados, like, too, which you also don't like. Maybe you don't like foods that have cult person- followings. <laughs> yeah, maybe you don't like that. I, well, I don't <laughs> like the flavor. I just don't. So that's my unpopular opinion. Is that also your bold statement? No, my bold statement is a is a whole other thing. Not you cannot do that. Are you gonna save it? Are you gonna say it? I'll save it for another unpopular opinion. 
Oh, gosh. Okay, we'll be on the edge of our seat until <laughs> then. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll until see you next time. Until next time. We'll see you guys next week with another episode. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.